success, you never see it in the process. I feel you always see it after it happened. So when it happens, people are like, "Oh, lucky guy, lucky girl!" Like they're successful, right? They like they just see the end product, but they don't see the actual work behind it, the uncertainty, the sacrifices that have been made during the process. What's up? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a weekend review with Marlon and Tom. Daniel's not here because he's dead. He died <laughs> tragically in an accident. Oh boy! This week, Make, making jokes already here. Oh, <laughs> we're, Jesus! We're honoring, we're honoring his memory by recording this podcast. This is in honor of. Daniel, the fearless developer. Yeah, he died a developer death. Like real life came in between his work, so he needed to do some other stuff. Death by code. Death by code. No, Daniel is actually he's um, he is finishing up his studies in university and has uh, a thesis. Very uh, university term, a thesis due. So. Um, he is prioritizing that, and I respect it. Uh, so we're gonna have to pick up the slack, Marlon. We get we only got two of us here. It'll be tough without him, man. <laughs> he was carrying. But yes, us, it's actually. another another week in review. I mean, in some ways, that is true. Uh, another week in review here for us. Uh, it is what day is it? March sixteenth. Seventeenth. Uh, Goodness. May 17th, I mean, not March, the other M month. And uh, yeah, another week in paradise. It uh, feels like March. In what sense? It's, uh, the year's going by quickly? Yeah, exactly. I feel the same way. I can't believe it's already May. We're in the midst of Q2 here. And I guess that's just life, right? Mm. Is it just going to continue to be faster and faster? Is this ever going to seem slow again? Remember when when you were a kid... Did you feel like the days and the weeks just dragged on and time was very slow? Did, was Abs that your impression? Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially when you were in school. I mean, it was always like that. You always wanted to like, make it stop as soon as possible. You went to school in the morning, already felt like, oh my God. Like, and then after two hours, it felt like eight hours already passed or something. Right. You felt like it was the end of the day, but you just said like, yeah, you're only sitting there. Yeah, now it feels like I get up, I work for a little bit, I pick my head up, and it's like already the end of the day. Then <laughs> I like go to the gym or something, and the sun's setting, and I'm like already having a late dinner. And then I go to sleep and wake up, and it's like the next week. <laughs> Correct. I, I don't know. I think recently I read something about that. Like there was a study that was actually looking into that, that feeling of. Like, and there's some, that, I don't know why, but they said, I think they said something like, the older you get, the more that, the more it uh, becomes like that, that feeling of time passing by faster. I don't know why I, will, I would have to fi find uh, the study again or like the article again, but I think there was some kind of article written on that and like some kind of insight why that is the case and why it is the case the older you get. Apparently it is. But then again, like, I think it's always different from year to year to year. I feel like it, last year felt very long. 
these couple of months feel very fast. So it, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. It is strange. 2018 d- did seem long looking back on it, but I'm curious if I felt the same way in the midst of Yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe in total, 2018 felt longer. Um, right. Sure, we'll yeah. have to see at the end of 2019, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we'll come back to that idea. How's the week been for you? What have you been up to? Yeah, um, I mean, after the project, so we work on a project right now, right? And my kind of work mm-hmm. was slowing down anyways and like finishing up and stuff. So I had a little bit of downtime, kind of like brainstorming what the next steps are and stuff, right? Just for myself as well. Yeah, and like uh, figuring out next steps. I'm also trying to find a, find, still finding an apartment right now. It's yeah. pretty tough uh, where I'm living. So it's, uh, that is happening as well, parallel to that. So yeah, it was a lot of working on myself, like relaxing and stuff as well. Nice. That was mostly Nothing so far, like that. the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Cool. How's your week been? Cool. Uh, it's a good week. It's a good week. I have really started to notice how much I love to make a list, like with a pad, like mm-hmm. a, a pad of paper and a pen, have everything down there, and then just one by one cross them out. Like it's one of the easiest things to do, or I guess it's one of the simplest things to do. And it is so satisfying to get to the end of the list and see everything crossed out. And uh, yeah, it's just like one of life's simple pleasures that I've really noticed last week and this week with work-related tasks as well as just like personal stuff. and. Yeah, I get like I, I've got this one notepad where I've got like the last few weeks of tasks and they're like all crossed out. And sometimes, you know, some something will carry over from one week to the next. Uh, but for the most part, it's like 95 or 100% completed. And it's just like the best feeling <laughs> <laughs> when you get to the end of the list. <laughs> I know that feeling. Yeah. I should start doing that again. Like, I remember. Um having like tracking habits and stuff in a spreadsheet. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think like that's very helpful in general, like get a better overview of all the things. And that's kind of like a checklist. You check off the things in the, and in the rows and all the habits you want to, you want to accomplish or do this day or something, right. The morning routine, evening routine, and then in the day, what kind of stuff you want to do on a day-to-day basis. So that's also part of like what I'm trying to like, a lot of planning currently going on in my life. I feel like just uh, setting all that stuff up, getting more into into health as well, like working out regularly again, which feels pretty good. Nice. And uh, yeah, setting that all up. So very that's cool. true. Like uh, uh, lists are very helpful. I mean, you can you can use them for everything, and uh, I mean, right? Like in every yeah. in every part of your life, and and they give you a better overview. And if you're very systemized in general, or like very logical thinking. It, it helps you as well, right? And you need yeah, kind of right. that feeling of having it all in one place and you don't forget anything, right? It's mm-hmm. funny how some, when, I, when I go like, for, for example, for shopping, I use it a lot of times and right. I have a hard time understanding why other people never do that, especially people that <laughs> after the shopping, 
are like they're like oh man i forgot oh this. man yeah. i forgot this oh no i forgot that as well it was like that's that's why you do it like, there's list. a really easy solution for that i'm yeah. not gonna lie i've been on both sides of that like sometimes yeah. i won't make a list and just freestyle it and they'll be like of course I forgot of course but, but yeah i mean for a couple of true. items it's it's good like it's it's easy you remember that but if you if you go like a week shopping or something it's a right you're like meal planning yeah it's tough like you why wouldn't you need a list? Uh, but I think that's kind of personality personality traits, right? Like it's really right. much what kind of person you are. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think it's the type of thing where creatives, generally speaking, can benefit from a little bit of that structure. And that's what I found. You know, like whenever, um, like I, 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 what I'm realizing now is that I've got a very active mind. There is this, co-founder of a company here in Charleston called Crit. Um, his name is Andrew Askins. The company is called Crit. And it's a company that's very similar to us. Um, they've been around a little bit longer. They partner with startups. I've mentioned them to you guys before. Yep. And really cool guy, really cool company. And he made a, he, he published a, a blog post and shared it on Facebook and I noticed it. And it was titled um, Running a Company with ADHD. And I don't know, I don't know if I have ADHD, but a lot of things that he was describing in the way that he, the things that he struggles with and the things that he noticed growing up with, with school and with just the way that he kind of like tried to get things done. I was like, wow, that sounds really familiar. <laughs> um, just like, you know, being very, being very competent, but struggling with like executing on things like struggling with focus. That was something that, uh, I was like, oh, that kind of sounds like me. Um, so I don't know if I have ADHD or not, but my point is that, yeah, I think a lot of times people who are creative or who have like an active mind, if they have strategies like that, whether it's like making a list or um, just things where they're getting their ideas down on paper or just out of their head in some way, out into the world, uh, that can be really helpful like documenting the things that you want to, that you know you need to focus on, you know you need to pay attention to, having touch points for that um, that allow you to, you know, further develop those ideas um, can be really helpful. And yeah, like having, just having a list and, and getting those things done has been, like, it's so simple. It kind of sounds ridiculous that we're like talking about it, but it's been so useful for me lately and I just really appreciate it. Mm. Yeah, that's definitely the case for me as well. Always struggling to figure out like what kind of personality traits or what kind of personality type I am because I have somewhat every, like from both sides, like a very rational thinking person, but I'm also creative, like interested in coding, but I'm also interested in design. Like it's right. <laughs> it's all over the place. So I, I which yeah. is not a bad thing, I think. Like why would you need mm -hmm. to be one type or the other? Like why can't you be a mix? Like I think everybody is some kind of a mix of it it's a spectrum right it's not like uh, black and white it's not it's, black and white for sure right? so why not so yeah like there i mean yeah every day is kind of like different right like every day you feel different every situation every task you do it's kind of different but i certainly feel that as well like it's much easier sometimes to get everything on paper or put everything on paper uh to get a better overview like I feel like that's something I need all the time. Like it doesn't matter what I'm doing. Like and I, and I mean, 
I feel very uncomfortable if I don't do it. Like I feel I cannot tackle the task if I don't do it. I feel like something is mm. missing or I'm, I'm missing something or like I feel I'm comfortable in the situation or whatever task it is because I don't know the full picture, right? Um, so that's always, I feel like I, I need all the time like putting it down there, like getting a good overview of yeah. everything and then getting into the work. It's It's similar to, I mean, it makes sense. Like why wouldn't you need the overview before you can decide on something, right? Like we do it in business as well. We start with strategy. Like, Strategy is basically getting a big picture overview of everything. And then we go into Definitely. the execution, right? Right. And I think it's like, it's important to, you know, like I think lists are, lists are probably best for the, the individual tactics of a strategy, right? Like you think of like uh, something general, you know, as, yeah, you know, uh, a scope of work for an entire project as like the general overview of something. And then like, you know, they're the individual steps that need to be executed on um, for that to to happen. And I think it's, you know, it's it's important to, to be documenting both of those, obviously. But yeah, you know, I mean, I think just like the more that you can get, the, the more ways that you can express yourself, you know, professionally or personally and get your thoughts directly out into the world. I think that's just like a good thing. I don't have anything else to say on it. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like another thing I'm pondering this week is kind of like the, the idea of being successful or, mm. or what's the difference between being successful and like failing at something and quotation marks failing. And because the reason why I'm thinking about this is because I saw like a documentary this week, I think it was last week even, um, or last weekend, I think. Um, it was from uh, the documentary about this video game called uh, like God of War. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's like a oh, yeah. very long-lasting game series or video game series. Mm -hmm. But there was a new game released recently, and it was kind of like a revision, like a kind of reboot. And this documentary was all about like the the making of like what that meant for the people that were involved in all of that the sacrifices they have to, had to do the uncertainty they had during the process of developing this game and everything that's implemented in that and there was like a quote from the guy Cory Barlock it's the creative director or the game director of the of the game and he says i, I wrote it down like let me read it he said um success is not guaranteed you don't get it just because you are who you are. You get it because you work really crazy hard and sacrifice for something else. And that's kind of like, has been on my mind the whole week. I don't know. I was just like thinking about maybe the situation, like the life in general, like kind of what are we willing to sacrifice for success, right? And why are others successful and some are not successful? And like, why does it seem easy for some people, but hard for others? Like that kind of stuff. And also like the fact that because success you never see it in the process i feel you always right. see it after it happened so when it happens people are like oh lucky guy lucky girl like they're successful right they're like they just see the end product but they don't see the actual work behind it, the uncertainty the sacrifices that have been made during the process right yeah um, so yeah, like kind of like the question, like what am I willing to sacrifice to be successful? And successful can mean anything. Like it doesn't mean monetary value or business or anything, right? It just means uh, successful in what 
area you, you would like to have it. Yeah, yeah. What's the, what's the quote again? Success is not guaranteed. You don't get it just because you are who you are. You get it because you work really crazy hard and sacrifice for something else. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, yeah, success, uh, what is what is like part of the definition there is that, you know, in order to be successful, you have to attempt something um, with a with a, a level of uncertainty, right? You've got to attempt something where you can fail. You can, there are parameters in which success could not happen. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it, it requires that sacrifice and it also requires um, stepping into an area of like the unknown, mm -hmm. stepping into something that you're probably not comfortable with and and yeah making sacrifices about that but yeah i mean i think we've talked about this before like the difference between quitting and failing right mm. where you know i think a lot of times people give up on things or people will procrastinate or just like not do it and that's that's not the same as failure i mean it i guess it you know that is inherently you know failure you're not successful right but I think to me, true failure is like putting, putting in the effort, putting in the time and, and not seeing the result that you specified as defining success, right? And I just think that's an important distinction because as someone who has in the past been a procrastinator through school, you know, a procrastinator in, in, in regards to things that I wasn't really very um you know very excited about i've i've still seen the sort of residual effect of those less than productive habits come mm -hmm. up in work and in personal life and in pursuits that i'm passionate about and yeah i think like that's just an important distinction for me is like not doing something or or quitting or giving up or like changing the the um target is not the same as failure and yeah in order to have success you've got to be definite about what it is you're aiming aiming for and definite in the actions that you're taking to get there but yeah you know i mean i think it's this it goes along you know the same the same route that we were talking about with like making lists and getting things out of your mind onto paper it's like if you're not documenting these things if you're not putting your thoughts out into the world you're, you can't be successful because you're not putting up goalposts. You're not putting up like the marker at which you're aiming and like the, the specific parameters around which you'll, you'll have success. And I think all that's, you know, very important for someone to actually be able to succeed. Mm. Plus, I mean, isn't there the saying like what you don't measure doesn't grow like mm. kind of like, so it speaks to the truth there. Like, that you whatever you put on whatever you want to grow you need to track it somehow right like you right, need what to you measure, measure it grows yeah right like you need to kind of get an overview of everything where you're at right and then where you want to go and then the process through there um what i liked about the quote as well is kind of like or what i'm think when i was thinking about it was like it's kind of sort of like alchemy in a sense, right? You kind of take one thing, like the sacrifice, and then it turns into success if you're working really hard at it, right? What I mean is like there is no success without the sacrifice. 
Like, mm. is that like can that be applied in every situation? I feel like is that something that's just necessary? Like, if you want to be really successful at something, you need to sacrifice something else. I don't know. I don't know yet if that's actually a truth. I mean, I I would think so. It is because look at all the successful people and any one of these they they sacrifice something, right? Absolutely, they were willing to sacrifice something and be it yeah whatever, right? It's definitely a a critical ingredient, right? Like yeah. it's definitely something that has to happen. I think a lot of times that sacrifice or or you know putting yourself outside of your comfort zone or you know doing something that it, that you've never done before that leads to growth no matter what. Like I I can I can definitely account for like the the times in my life where I've seen the most positive change have they've come about as a result of going through a period of suffering, of sacrifice, of, you know, doing something that was difficult that I didn't want to do. Uh, but I had to, you know, take on that responsibility. And yeah, I think, you know, success can come through that. But I think a lot of times, you know, success is something that um, evolves. It, it, you know, transforms. It's not necessarily what you thought it was going to be when you first started out on that journey. Like the target can change. And again, much like failing and quitting aren't the same thing, succeeding, or I guess, you know, like uh, the, the evolution of success. I don't know if there's, I don't know if there's a, a, a corollary term there. I, I could, I just think of it as like success moves, right? And, you know, success, the, success that you thought of when you started out on your journey and the success you might end up with at the end of your journey, you know, they can be different and that's okay. In fact, that can be, it can be hopefully something that's even better than you anticipated. Right. But, um, yeah, you know, that, that you can only take aim at something and shoot and you either hit it or you don't. And through that process, you learn a lot there, you know, there's definitely growth. And yeah, that requires that that key ingredient of sacrifice and discomfort and struggle. Yeah, super interesting how that works together. Like you want to define as much as possible the goal you want to reach, right? And that's kind of how you define success. You say, oh, I'm successful when I reach this. But I guess also the feeling of success can be very like different because let's say you reach that goal, but you reached it through different means than you thought. And maybe some of these were not really what you wanted to. You still reach the goal, but you don't really feel successful, maybe because of the way you reach that goal, right? So right. there's so many different distinctions between that, like the, having a goal and feeling successful, and what is success? It's and like what sacrifices come with that? Like it's really interesting. Yeah, it is. That's a, that's a good point. And what that makes me think of is, you know, one of the moments that sticks out in my mind is something that really seemed like a big victory, really seemed like a big success for me. And I can, I can envision it and I can feel it still um, was graduating from university. I can think of like a, the, those few days in the spring of 2013 uh, when, you know, I would, I'd finished my exams and I was like, I'm done. I did it. You know, I, I, I'm going to get a degree where when I look back on that, it's not something that is like, 
a particularly amazing accomplishment. Um, you know, plenty of people do it. But I think a lot of the reason why I still have that strong sensation is because it is something where there are, it's very structured. Like, it's like, okay, you start, at, like I started in 2009, and the steps are in place for me to graduate in four years. And like, here's everything that I have to do to make that happen, right? Whereas when I look at, you know, the success that we've had and the success that I've had personally, like in business, um, you know, building this up to a, a six-figure, like legitimate business, to me, that's something that is like, I should, I'm, I'm more proud of that than I am of graduating. But the sensation itself is not something, like there's not one point that I think of where I'm like, yeah, man, I, I really remember, you know, like building the business up to six figures and like that being this great sensation because I think there's not like it's it's been this it's been this improvisation it's been this uh you know thing that I've gone out and done on my own like I've in university I was climbing this ladder and I knew where the ladder was going and I knew where it ended mm. and when I got to the top I was like all right I'm 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 at the end of the ladder right but with with business it's you know it's the structure hasn't been it's been I've been building like we've been building the structure right so it's interesting how like those two forms of success are very different and I my my th intuition is that a lot of that is due to the different different natures of like doing something like climbing a ladder that's already built versus building the ladder yourself and, mm -hmm. and climbing it up it yourself, you know? For sure, for sure. You don't have a reference experience or a reference point, right? Right. It's not like other people around you like right, say right. continuously like, We're not oh, all yeah, in like business building school. <laughs> right, exactly. And, and that's interesting because if you think about it, then like it's kind of interesting to think about like, for example, Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos, right? Mm -hmm. Like when you see interviews, or at least for me, I've never noticed that. Like they, they never... They never seem like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm so successful, <laughs> like, and you can you don't 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 see it in them that they like have this like I don't know like this this aura of success around them in in terms of like how they feel about it, right? Like how you from from the outside would think they would feel, right? And how right. always people say like, how can they be like want to have more or more? Well, how how want do they go higher and higher if they don't have everything, right? Compared to what other people think, right. so it is probably exactly that feeling and the more successful you become, like the less, maybe, yeah, the less accomplished you feel in that sense, because there's just no, like if you go in a specific direction that hasn't been done before, there's just no reference point. Like you, you just, so you go forward, you just go forward and right. there's nothing else that tells you, oh, you did it now, except right. like maybe a monetary value or like the, the money in your bank account. But I think at some point that doesn't even matter anymore. Like, it's maybe one thing on, on the ladder, right? And then you are oh, cool, yeah, like a billion bucks a year or like something like that, right? <laughs> like, yeah, it's really interesting how that might work all together, like experience that, that same feeling. Definitely, definitely, yeah. And well, and I think that's part of it too is like, um, you know, the, one of the things I love about business building, I guess, is that it's something that is just part of, it becomes a part of who you are the i guess the the main distinction between you know that sort of like going to school model or you could even think of it as like a 9 to 5 model as well like just having the ladder built for you is that 
there is a guide. There is a manual to that. And there is, um, you know, with university, it's like, okay, you're going to get a degree at the end of this. With with a career, it's like, okay, you're going to retire at the end of this, right? Um, with With business building, you know, I guess you can definitely set up end goals like, okay, maybe you want to sell this business or maybe you want to like franchise it or whatever it is, right? But I just think there's less... Yeah, there, there's just, there's so much, it's, it's, it's a lot more complicated and there's a lot more of the unknown. Like there's just a lot more of like, there's a lot more possibility of all sorts of things, of, of the business evolving into something else as your life changes, as, as your values evolve. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's just something that like I really appreciate this sort of lifestyle business um, uh, strategy that I've the, the approach that I've taken to to building a business. Um, yeah. You know, have it be something that fits my lifestyle and fits what I want to be doing with my life, um, because it's kind of like it is representative of of who I am in a lot of ways, for good and for bad. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's just, I guess it's just a, the business, just multiple milestones, right? But even like, let's say you want to franchise your business, you want to sell your business, it's just another like stepping stone. It's not the end goal, right? You're not building a business to say, I want to sell it. Whoa. And then you sell it and then, okay, cool. Like there's always something else behind it, right? And that's probably what, what, very very successful people think as well i feel like as well like elon musk he yeah cool he builds all of these businesses he does all of these things but he does it for an end goal and as long as he doesn't achieve that end goal he doesn't feel very accomplished i would think like it's his measurement of success is completely different where people whereas people think wow he has more money he has all the success or oh, he shoots a rocket into space like that kind of thing right why wouldn't you be feeling successful about this he he's actually far ahead already like he doesn't think about that he's just yeah this is just another brick in the wall like i want to get up there like it's just another goal post but not the end goal not the thing that i say is the success i'm looking for yeah and i think you know with i mean elon's such a an interesting example and i think um you know i'm curious marlon what your thoughts are on this his I think his drive and his uh, his success comes from a lot from the fact that he aims pretty much at the highest possible goal. Like he aims at something. His goals for his businesses are about affecting humanity as a whole, like getting getting humans to colonize Mars. You know, Tesla is about getting cars to be a more sustainable model and and affecting transportation as we know it you know um he has like such a high aim like his his idea of of doing something good is about like affecting the world right and i think that's that's a big part of his success for me you know setting up a uh, a goal that is that big 
is so daunting. Mm. It's like what, for one, like the question, like what am I really capable of? Like that's a really big question. My sh- my short answer is, I think I'm capable of more than I'm currently accomplishing. Like I've always had this, I continue to have this voice in the back of my mind that's like, you can do more. Like you can work harder. You can achieve more. Even when I'm putting in long work weeks, even when I'm exhausted. And I think a big part of that is like not aiming high enough or maybe not having a clear enough vision of that of that big goal because like what you were saying Marlon is like there's always that bigger goal behind this the the smaller success right like there's always that bigger vision that these types of people have and i don't know if i have that bigger vision entirely figured out but it seems to me that those successful people have a really big idea of how they can affect people pretty much in the most massive way possible. Mm. And it's generally like, I don't really, I don't think any of, maybe I'm, maybe I'm uh, naive here, but I don't think any of those types are like evil. I think like, I think all of those people that are successful generally have, are, are incentivized by like affecting humanity for you know, the betterment of humans as a whole, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just, you know, it's something to like reflect on a bit for myself. Oh, for sure. I, I know that voice. Maybe maybe everyone has that voice, right? I mean, it depends what you, kind of also what kind of personality you are. But then again, not everybody needs to be as successful as Elon Musk, right? Or Jeff Bezos. Right, right. right? It's, it's always <laughs> and there this... are different ways of, exactly. of impacting other people exactly. as well. Exactly. You don't need like shoot rockets into space to impact right. humanity, right? You don't yeah. like if everyone would be concentrated on on space, like there would be no <laughs> Earth because nobody would focus right. on what's actually happening on Earth, right? Or like uh, interpersonal relationships or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So there's always different degrees to that, and like maybe not everybody wants to be that successful, right? And like just live a normal in quotation marks, whatever that means, normal life. Just uh, have a nine to five job, and like even then, like just be normal in that sense, right? Like, don't aspire for impacting humanity as a whole, but maybe just uh, your family or your circle of friends. But I, I, but I do share the that feeling like that there is more out there, or that I could accomplish more. And I think it's a daily struggle, right? And you said like. It's tough because you compare yourself then to people that have already accomplished so much and have basically the funding they need to fund whatever they want to do, whereas you're like just in the middle middle of it, right? Just trying to fund your life in general and like next the next projects in your life, like it's tough to to connect the dots there, right? Like it just seems very daunting, Um, and I think maybe that's also a fallacy, like you shouldn't do that. Like just compare yourself maybe to the next kind of role model that is a slightly more successful than you. Right. It's kind of like the, the general understanding of it always like, don't compare yourself to the one, to the person that is already high up there. Like you cannot reach that person. Um, 
compare yourself or seek guidance from the person that's just slightly better than you right now, like slightly higher than you. Um, For sure. Yeah. And I'd, I'd say, you know, there, number one, there's a lot to be said about being a really good, you know, carpenter or being like a really good plumber or being like a really good, you know, whatever. I, I'm, I'm just trying to think of like sort of normal things. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like there. Yeah. I don't think, you know, I, I, for me, the, the example of Elon, I can, I totally appreciate where you're coming from, where it's like, it's not necessarily productive to compare yourself to that type of person. But what I do know is that I am not 100% efficient. I know yeah. that there, I know that there are improvements to be made. And at the same time, when I compare myself now to who I was a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, I am really grateful for where I've, where I am now. And I want to continue that trajectory. And I also want to find ways that I can increase the speed and the height of that trajectory. And I think for me, you know, the, just the example, I guess you can almost think of it as like, a metaphor like you don't have to aim for like colonizing mars right but if if the aim that you have for your big goal is as large as the aim that you know elon has in whatever like appropriate you know focus that you have on on success like however you've defined it i think that's i think that's the way to do it you know that's like uh i, I don't know how you feel about grant cardone it's like a big uh, sort of big real estate guy, very salesy, kind of like braggadocious fellow, his 10x idea, right? Like you should yeah. 10x your goals, right? Like what your goal is, whatever it is, 10 exit, multiply it by 10, you know, and that should be where your goal is. I think there's just uh, a lot of, a lot of benefit in aiming for like what you can conceive of as yeah. the highest possible good that you can deliver and then making decisions based on that. Mm. And I, I just don't, I don't know what that highest possible good is yet. I gotta get, I gotta, I gotta think about that some more. <laughs> maybe, maybe you should read the book again, 10X. Yeah that, yeah. that actually popped into my mind as well while we're talking about this, like, man, I, I should read that book again. I, I read it once, but it's, already two years ago or something like i don't not really familiar with the ideas again but yeah like probably helpful to to go back into it and like read read it again but like what you said um about like elon musk and like what we were talking about like the thing is like we said before success happens at some point like you only see the success right you don't see the sacrifices that happen right on the way and if it's really true that the more successful you are the higher the sacrifice are you have to make or the more sacrifice you have to make in the process of it right then do you even want to be in the state or in the position that elon musk or jeff bezos are right like the amount of sacrifice they have to 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 make in that journey to getting where they are right now is a norm like if that's really the if, if the correlation really exists there like i don't really want to be maybe in that situation that like i mean and we Definitely. don't maybe there are certain sacrifices we don't we cannot even conceive of like things that like what the hell like 
I would never give up that for success or something, right? Or yeah, success I mean, like, would, would I don't have. think I don't know about Jeff Bezos as much, but Elon right. Musk definitely. I mean, like I don't think he's a very happy person, mm. you know. And and you know, I don't know if happiness is exactly like the best metric um, for life in general. And I think like a lot of people preach happiness. Like, don't you want to be happy? Um, as as this foundation for like how you should go about life but it certainly seems like elon musk isn't like a, a very you know i think he's even said it he's like i don't you know most people probably wouldn't want to be me mm, um it's like right. an it's an incredible it's a it's an a, yeah it's just an enormous amount of responsibility that those types of people undergo and and the level of stress and and uh you know wear and tear that must must take on your body and your mind i can't imagine it but yeah you know i think anybody like that can be a helpful or a hurtful study you know you don't want to be obsessive about those types of folks and the only person you can really compare yourself is to who you were yesterday and who you want to be but yeah there's definitely a lot of potentially more value in 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 looking at uh, somebody who's like maybe a year or two ahead of where you can see yourself mm. and like taking some plays out of their playbook. Right. A constant struggle against yourself. Like don't compare yourself really. It's more like learning from where people already have gone. Right. Definitely. Definitely. I think, I mean, I think that's provided a lot of leaps for myself in, uh, I guess, yeah, yeah, just leaps in, in success is connecting with someone who has done essentially what I'm focused on accomplishing and getting their tricks, getting their tactics and executing on those. But yeah, you know, I mean, like we, like we're saying, you know, success is a, it's a, it's a wild thing. It's a, it, it's evolving and it takes sacrifice. And I think I need to take some time personally to, you know, like you just have to do it on a regular basis. You have to retool or, or revive or refresh your definition of success. And again, I think I just need to focus on what is that highest aim? You know, what is that bigger goal for me? Do you, can you, can you conceptualize of your sort of like bigger goal? Can you put it into a statement or a few statements here? I'm curious. <laughs> Putting you on the spot. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Like there's so many things that are still on the list, uh, but I've never really written down like the one thing or one paragraph about like the goal, right? Or success. I feel like, I think I'm the same situation as you are. It's just like I've done it in the past, but so much has changed over the over the years um, that I still need to sit down again and like reevaluate like the the direction that I want to take and like the things I want to do, which is probably the same for everyone, right? And uh, yeah, I mean, it reminds me like when we were talking about like like just people that are very okay with their jobs like whatever they have right they don't really aspire for anything great or shooting rockets into space or bring people to mars like they just want to live their life have their job earn money um but then again 
let's say you, you, you're in the supermarket, right? I don't think like people at the cash register sit there working and I don't, I don't know, like working there and being very okay with it. They, they're probably thought of their life or whatever they want to do bigger than that. Like they wanted to do something else. Like, I don't think you're in school or you're growing up and th say to yourself, yeah, I want to work in a cat in the supermarket at the, at the cash <laughs> register. Like, I don't, uh, I mean, people that, that are totally fine with, okay, that's perfect. But like, I, I don't, I don't feel like it doesn't seem that most people are fine with it. It's just another maybe stepping stone for them, right. Until they maybe have figured out something else or they reach a certain point, or maybe they become store manager, right. And then having more responsibility, maybe that is kind of the thought as well. And, Thinking about this, like, do you think, I'm interested in what do you think, because that popped into my mind, like, do you think that, for example, cash registered, like these jobs that will be replaced by robots at some point, for sure, and that are already replaced by self-checkout services and all that stuff, like, do you mm -hmm. think people become more aspiring because they don't kind of don't have this kind of job, right? They, they, they are not, like, jobs like this that, that are just used for a stepping stone, right, for other people. Like they don't have that stepping stone anymore. Do you feel like maybe they become right away more aspire, aspiring towards bigger goals, or maybe that is kind of then a thing that's missing for them, where they kind of in this situation, oh, I can just do this for a couple of years and then build something up and build something on the side, right. and then like if that all of these jobs that are so re like so repetitive, if they get replaced, like what happens actually to the level of this aspiration of people, right? Like at the level of. Uh, achieving bigger things like bigger opportunities i don't know like do you think there's any correlation there like <laughs> as a society like do we become super depressed or is it more like hell yeah now i can actually do what whatever i wanted to do in the first place um so uh awesome question great question um what i was thinking when you were describing those types of jobs was a lot of times people will take that seemingly, maybe this is, is not completely accurate, but a lot of times people will take that type of job as, as a means to an end, Correct. you know, as, as a way of like supplementing whatever they really do care about. Everyone needs some sort of gainful employment and that might not be their passion. And sometimes that's okay. You know, sometimes if that's something that can fund your hobby, fund the thing that you do really care about, um, and you can make those two things work together, that's great. I'd say ideally, you know, that passion or that hobby is something that you can turn into a profession, um, but not everybody is that lucky. I'm not sure that, you know, this is, a, this is a question that I, or this is a concept that I struggle with. I'm not sure that the business that I'm building specifically about, you know, like software development um, is something that I'm really passionate about. And that's something that I've, I've thought about a lot recently. What I am passionate about is having personal freedom, um, having the autonomy to build a business, um, having that, that sense of responsibility and that sense of accomplishment that comes along with it, and learning more about technology. I'm certainly passionate about technology in general. But yeah, I mean, I think you know, your question about you know, will people become more aspirational as these types of jobs get automated. My feeling is that humans at the end of the day, we are creators. 
We are people that bring things into, we are people, we are beings that bring things into existence. Uh, and the, the difference between those types of, of jobs and the types of jobs that I think provide more meaning or, or the types of employment that provide more meaning are the ones that actually require creation, require you to, to express yourself in a way that is personal or in some way unique. And hopefully people will have more opportunity to, to do that. Um, there are probably going to be all sorts of pain points in the short term where, you know, as people lose these jobs, they don't know what to do with themselves. They don't know how to find employment. There's not any sort of stipend for these individuals. And yeah, who knows what's going to happen. It's probably, there's probably going to be a lot of economic chaos there. Mm. But yeah, for me, I think hopefully we get to a place where there are more people in society that can be in a position to be expressing themselves as authentically as possible in a way that allows them to be gainfully employed and to further develop themselves and hopefully through that self-expression um, help many other people. Mm. You know, um, that's, that's my sort of, I guess, utopian vision. <laughs> no, I, I get but, it. Um, I don't know if that answers your question or not. <laughs> no, that's that's completely fine. Like, I just want to get your opinion on your perspective on it. And yeah, I yeah. feel like over time, there will probably be new job opportunities that like replace right. these kind of jobs, right? Like the more technology advanced, there will be more jobs because new opportunities arise. Not everything will be taken over by robots. Like maybe maybe some jobs will replace these kinds of jobs that feel more satisfactory to these people than just sitting at a cash register, right? And like scanning items and stuff, right? Maybe there will be jobs that are way more, like feel way better than these, but they're still in this position of like, just it's just for a while, right? Like they it's still just means to an end. Well, yeah. And, but by the way, I, you know, like I have a, I have a strong feeling that like the healthiest perspective on life is, to embrace the situation that you are presented with. And like whether that's stocking shelves mm -hmm. or, you know, doing something that might f feel very mind-numbingly stupid, doing that the best way possible is almost always, if not always, the best course of action. You know, like taking this, taking the perspective of like, I'm better than this, I don't need to be doing this is really actually like a subtle, a subtly destructive uh, perspective on things. Like you're not actually helping anybody by doing mm. that. You're not actually being better by thinking that and sulking and like not enjoying that job. Right. right. Um, so I think there, it's kind of like tricky territory there. Right. Because absolutely. Yeah. yeah it is. It, it is important to like, I think a lot of that sacrifice sometimes can be, like the sacrifice can be in like humbling yourself, like sacrificing your ego, right? Like maybe that's how you, how you get the success in that situation, right? And that allows you to level up and get out of that sort of annoying job that you didn't really want in the first place, right? It's just like being humble enough to do it as, as best, like, a, you know, to the best of your ability as possible. For sure, for sure.
Yeah. Like it's, you should definitely, it was always also my opinion about it, like reframe the situation that you're in. If you're really feeling unhappy, unhappy about where you're at, like just reframe it in a way where you think about like, what is this actually teaching me for the future, right? How can I use the skills that I'm developing here for future reference? Like, what can I learn here? What can I improve here? Like, what can I learn for life in this situation? Why is it a positive thing actually doing what I'm currently mm -hmm. doing, right? Um, totally, totally uh, agree with that. And it's funny because like, th so these kinds of jobs were, were like, okay, it's just a means to an end for some people. And I feel like how, how slowly these jobs like get going more into the internet realm or internet space where, where I see like, for example, like YouTube streamers or YouTube influences, Instagram, right? Twitch, like that's kind of, when I'm looking at Twitch and I see a lot of streamers there, like some of them really enjoy what they're doing. And mostly all of them really enjoy what they're doing because they wouldn't be really successful, wouldn't get getting anything out of it. But some of them enjoy what they're doing, but they're also saying, this is kind of like means to an end right now. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with the rest of my life or whatever, right? I'm enjoying what I'm doing here on Twitch or streaming. Like, so I'm doing that right now and it's it's really fulfilling to me. But I'm still in the phase where I see this more as a means to an end. So this is kind of like a like a sort of job that kind of will I feel replace that that in the future like you kind of more more connected to the internet space like what can you what job opportunity opportunities are there right so that's really interesting to see that change there yeah I mean I think that's also yeah it's also like um just a mindset as well mm -hmm. you know if you if you embrace that sort of means to an end mindset. And you f and that's something that you know is going to you know allow you to embrace uh, the whatever task is at hand. Then yeah, you know as long as that's productive for you, I think that's that should be appropriate. Yeah, you know I think about that with business too. It is kind of a means to an end. Like to me, I, you know, I got into web design because I was like, this is it's not like it's not that I, I was passionate about web design, but I was like, this is a great skill set. Like this is something that I can employ in all sorts of ways in the future to work with the types of individuals that I want to work with, you know, and to, and to get into a position that I, and I want to get into, like I can build a business on my own, you know, just, just from working on that skill set. And yeah, you know, it was the same reason why I like studied philosophy. It was like, I'm not going to be a philosopher, but like <laughs> knowing how to think critically about things that just applies to everything, like to literally everything in life. So I think, you know, having that sort of like foundational mindset, I think can be really helpful too. But um, yeah, man, wow, we, we really just like ranted about success for an hour there. <laughs> we did. I think that was, that was pretty solid. Yeah. What it's else do you want to talk about? Anything else you want to wind it up? Yeah, we can. Can, I think that well, was a I think power that was a good hour. one. Yeah. yeah. Daniel's got to listen to this one and... <laughs> send him his own thoughts on it we'll mm -hmm. let him do the next one <laughs> it'll be like a just a, a daniel manifesto yeah like a recording. monologue probably like a like one episode <laughs> where he's talking for himself yeah, about yeah, yeah. it right commentary well, cool man us. cool what do you have as final thoughts for this any any uh marlin words of wisdom to to sign off on i will read the quote again yeah one more time all right Success is not guaranteed. You don't get it just because 
you are who you are. You get it because you work really crazy hard and sacrifice for something else. I think that is, uh, that's a really powerful, powerful quote. Strong enough to like stay in my head for the whole week and like make me think about it the whole time. I love it. That's great. I'm going to follow up with you on that. And yeah, my, my final thoughts are is that I'm really grateful that I'm in a position where I can entertain these high-level ideas, where I can really think about what is my bigger vision for life. Because what that shows to me is that I really have my bases covered. Like, I've got a roof over my head. I'm gainfully employed. I'm gainfully self-employed. And I have the opportunity to think critically about like what a bigger vision for my life would be. And I don't think everyone has that opportunity. And that's why I really appreciate that we have these podcasts and also just the, you know, the talks that we have outside of these podcast recordings uh, that really you know, allow me to be a better version of myself. So that's my, that's my sign off there. Thanks, Marlon. I appreciate your time. Thank you. And uh, thanks for another good episode. Yep. Until next time. Hope everyone has a good rest of their day wherever, whenever they're listening to this. We'll talk to you again soon.